1: Hello everybody, happy motherfucking Tuesday and welcome to another episode, honey, of Bravo East Coast Housewives. This is your girl Kim Hacera here and you know what I noticed? I usually go on with my lovely little intro just using my first name, but uh, you know I got a last name too, Hasera, and I just wanted to use it today. So what the fuck is up everybody? I hope you guys are doing great feeling great there's a lot of bullshit going on in the world if you know what i mean and i don't want to get into all of that because i'm sure we're all sick of it but we just want things to be right. You know what I'm saying? And I know and I hope that I can make your day just a little bit more right and bright. I know that kind of sounded uh, weird. But yes, I would like to make your day a little bit brighter with this episode. Now check this out. We all know that my Girls Potomac last uh, episode was, what, maybe almost two weeks now. I mean, part three was still fucking insane, and I'm still trying to digest it. My East Coast ladies, there aren't any shows right now with my East Coast ladies, so you know what that means. We're going to be talking about some other stuff. There's going to be a lot of What the Bravo, pretty much the whole uh, What the Bravo is today but I'm also going to give you my takes and my opinions on what's going on with certain shows that I am watching in the Bravo world. We're just going to get started with the what the Bravo. So one thing that I found out via Instagram, obviously I've definitely come to learn that you get most of the shit on Instagram. I even remember from my podcast hang with David a few, uh, what was it like last week? Really? Hello, Kim. Time flies by. But he was saying the storylines of all of these cast members of these shows, majority of it now, it seems, is going on social media. So I've been doing my research on social media, aka Instagram. Now what I've learned is Frederick Eklund from our million dollar listing New York honeys. Yes, Frederick. We love him. We. I love when he does that all the time in the show. And I wonder when that show's going to come back because if we know him and Derek have their little babies and then we have Steve Gold, super duper hot. Oh my God. The girl that's with him, she's super lucky because he's super duper hot and uh, <laughs> yeah, He had a baby, and we also know that Louise had a baby. But I don't even think that he's in New York anymore. I think he went back to Puerto Rico, but I'm not entirely too sure. And we also know that Ryan has a baby. So I'm wondering whenever they're gonna come back on the air, just because I know that their kids are very, very young. So I wonder if they're just taking a break for right now, just because they want to enjoy the time of their little, little bundles of joy growing up a bit. But Frederick, he came onto Instagram. And he made this post about how he decided to quit drinking Uh, In my mind, I was like, I didn't even know that was a problem. We clearly never saw it on the show. So obviously, I don't think it would be. They don't really show that kind of stuff in the real estate shows as much as they do on the Housewives and Southern Charm and whatnot. So I found it really interesting. And what he said was, and this is his uh, Instagram, I'm going to quote here. He says, I've given up alcohol. And though it's still pretty early, I wanted to show with you how I feel about it. It was simply time to stop actually overdue and if you know me well you know it's been the one and only thing that's given me extra weight as a father, businessman and health nut for way too long. So I think he said he was about 70 some days sober. So yes, snaps and claps for you, Frederick. We are proud of you. Now, we go and we turn to I don't know, I have a few things that I want to talk about. We got uh, Blow Deck Southern Charm, Jersey OC Vanderpump. Hmm, who do I wanna say? Oh, I'll go to Vanderpump rules. What the what the fuck? So this is obviously old news as well, but uh I gotta say it anyways. Stassi and Bo. Woo, I guess. They, well, I mean, they welcomed a child. So that's nice. I mean, life is always a good thing. So Stasi and Bo welcomed their daughter and her name is Hartford Charlie Rose on January 7th. So yay. Congrats to you guys. Super fun. And then we also learn, I guess Lala took to, was it the Daily Dish or maybe she just said it somewhere. She opens up about how her pregnancy has changed her as a woman. She, whoever she's, I can't remember what this was. But she said that due to the circumstances with COVID, about basically what she's doing, she's not working, obviously. And she says, I'm just enjoying this time. I mean, obviously, it's shitty-ass circumstances that we're all sitting the fuck at home and twiddling our thumbs and kind of figuring out, like, what's the next step for all of us? Because this shit is, it's got to be done. We want to be over with it. Okay, Back to Lala. So Lala's trying to enjoy her time, just hanging out. She's not getting up as early as normal. I mean, I guess that makes sense. She's pregnant for one, and I don't think she really has to at the moment. So she's just hanging out chilling she expresses how the beginning of her pregnancy she felt very stressed because I guess she had a lot of clotting is what she said and then she was put on bed rest from the doctors but now in her second trimester that she is in she is loving being the preggers mama to be and she wants it to be like that forever I don't know I've heard different experiences My one girlfriend just had a little bundle of joy and I was talking to her about the whole pregnancy thing and she told me that she didn't really like being pregnant. So Lala apparently loves it. My friend did not. She did not have, she didn't have a hard pregnancy, but she just didn't like being pregnant. She was just like, get this thing out of me. And I guess I I understand both sides. Well, I really don't understand because I've never been pregnant, but you know what I'm saying. So that's the Vanderpump rules. Jackson, and Brittany, they're still pregnant. Cool. Babies. 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 Let's go to blow deck, shall we? Is it not epic right now? I mean, holy fucking shit. Dolores... I think that was her name, the bitch that went into the damn water. Oh, I would like some peas. Could I have some peas and bacon? And then all of a sudden, bitch, why the fuck did you jump in that water at night? Are you a fucking idiot? Yes, I could not believe Captain Lee. He was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to come after this bitch. No, he didn't say that. But if y'all watched the episode, you were sitting on your seat and you were like, what the fuck? By the way, bravo. To Bravo Network for doing the galley deck talk with all the old school deckhands and stewards. Yes, that was fucking awesome. Of course, you gotta have Kate on there. If you didn't, I would not watch the show. However, they also have Josiah. And if you guys are avid below deck watchers, because I think very early on during this show, I expressed how I wasn't a below deck fan. I was like, fuck that shit. Boring. Bye. But. Because Bravo plays below deck almost as much as it plays fucking Sweet Home Alabama with Reese Witherspoon and like how to lose a guy in 10 days and shit, I ended up watching the thing. So I love Below Deck now. It's my shit. But if you guys recall one, I forget what season it is, but it's when Kate and Josiah worked together and that crazy ass rich bitch daddy's credit card girl was sitting out in the boat area. I obviously could never be on the show because I know nothing about boats, but she was out there in her blanket, super drunk. She was angry at all her girlfriends because they kiss her ass for her birthday, whatnot. (laughs) And... And I just clearly remember Kate going there with Josiah because she's like, get the hose, Get the hose." But then you see her go over there and she's like, hi, it's Kate and Josiah. Oh, my God. I love that. I quote that all the time. And I don't even know a fucking Josiah, a Kate. Do I know a Kate? Yeah, I do. But do I have someone? Um, Yeah, I know a Kate. Hello. But I love that. And I say it to my mom probably more often than I should because it's like our inside joke lols so yeah it's an epic season thus far and originally when David when he was on the show when he told me that below deck was rated the highest show on Bravo I wanted to be like wow I'm surprised with that because you know Atlanta is doing fucking amazing things right now like holy shit shit's getting crazy and then you have Salt Lake City I really would have thought because it's such a new show that there would be more excitement about it but I guess Below Deck has has taken the cake but I can understand now because you got fucking Elizabeth screwing up all the fucking time like I can't even I can't even believe how she still has that job. Francesca is just so pissed off at her and she's trying to find any god-given way to get her ass off the boat because she's like bitch, you're not doing a damn thing. Then you have Izzy. She's getting all fucking sick and she's thinking she's got COVID and whatnot. And we all know that she's got some health issues. Like, holy shit, when she's feeling this way, I'm like, God damn it. Like, help the girl out. This could be super serious. (sighs) Then you got Dolores fucking jumping off the damn boat, trying to chill with fucking Nemo and Dory in the fucking thing. Like, oh my God, girl, please. I mean, we already know that Captain Lee has his hands full to say the least, especially with how many people that he's had to get rid of already. Like, holy shit, those kids were not prepared. And I find it funny that I'm saying kids because they kind of are like I'm around Eddie's age and Eddie, he's almost like AKA the old man on the boat, but not even really because he's a young dude, but he's gotta be surrounded by all these kids literally fresh out of college. And there ain't no shame fresh coming out. college there ain't no shame it's just the preparation is not there and it's making everyone else's jobs a little bit harder and it's it's really sad to watch to be honest Now, in this past episode, we saw Izzy changing up her bunks and shit because, you know, Elizabeth wanted to do some hanky-panky with James. Ugh, my God. James, seriously, first of all, what is the big deal about him? Can someone tell me? I don't think he's that good looking. He's not bad, but it's not like he's fucking David Beckham or anything. Like, come on. I don't get it. I don't think he's that charming. Do I feel like him and Elizabeth would be a good match? I kind of do because like one of the I don't I don't know who said it. It might have been Rachel, maybe, but someone said that neither of them have any work ethic. So it's like a match made in heaven. I could kind of agree with that. But I also feel like Elizabeth's a little bit. uh, She's a little bit spacey to me. And I feel like James is kind of like that as well. But that new guy, too, he's a little odd. And I would advise Francesca to stay away from him. (laughs) so we also saw Francesca and Eddie question the professionalism of James and Elizabeth because you know they're frolicking on the charter boat because they love each other and it's puppy love and yes 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 yes. but not really then they're trying to figure out Izzy's condition worsens you know should they put her in like it was just a tough episode for her and I felt so bad And then when Captain Lee gives them the day off, all of a sudden, Rachel, she's just going, I do find it to be true that if you think it not just with chefs, just with any artist, like really spectacular, obviously this is all subjective too. If you see an artist that does really amazing work, but sometimes they're fucking crazy they're fucking crazy. Sometimes you're scared, sometimes you think it's funny. I think Rachel kind of fits that category as a chef and as an artist. So I don't think it's it's normal behavior, and some people would say it is the genius of the artist. Do I find that to be give them a pass kinda, and I sometimes think it's kind of bullshit because you're allowing certain behavior from people to be accepted when it shouldn't be, but Life is fucking weird. We all know that. So that was an interesting episode. I'd have to say so myself. I'm super ecstatic to see where it's going. Like Below Deck, definitely number one show right now. I can understand why. I would also like to say if Potomac was still on, Below Deck would definitely be second because Potomac's number one. (laughs) Duh. Now, let's go to Southern Charm because I'm tuning into that there's some shit going down there, Austin. God damn it, as Madison will say in the upcoming episode season finale part 1 that he is a beta. He is a pussy. And, you know, Madison, I tend to have to agree with you. Austin kind of annoys me, and I don't think that he's a terrible guy. I just, he just got to get his shit together. He isn't 20 fucking 4, 25 anymore. He's in his 30s. Get your shit together. You're not Shep. You don't have mailbox money to fall back. Like, you just don't. You got to accept the fact that you're not Shep. You're not Whitney. You're not that person. And guess what? That's okay. And I guess Shep has a book coming out. I have to say, out of all the books that have been written by a Bravo leb. Not Andy Cohen because he's the shit and I don't consider him a Bravo celebrity. He is Andy motherfucking Cohen. But of all of the Bravo Lebs that wrote a book, I think, I, I mean, I read Stassi's. It was like, ugh, whatever. It was fine it, for what it was. Like, did I learn anything? Fucking no. But out of all the books that were written, I would definitely probably learn something from Shep's book because that motherfucker is super intelligent He uses so many words that I don't fucking know what they mean. I feel like an idiot. That could be my new dictionary. Let's just be real. So I think you can pre-order his book. I'll probably check it out from the library if I can, but I would be interested in reading it to see what kind of words that he uses so I can up my vocabulary. Okay, but Southern Charm, The Word on the Streets. Okay, as Giselle would say, the word on the street, even though I don't think it's much of a word anymore just because it's old news, but I'm going to I'm going to be talking about it cuz it's important. Kristen Cavallari in Austin? Like what the fuck? Hello, the Hill Star, Laguna Beach, Dayton Trop, or at least being seen with Trop Hop Guy. I'm kind of confused with that, but even more confused that Madison is hunky dorying with Jay Cutler, or at least has been seen with him. I don't know. That's word on the streets. Is all of it true? I don't know. But don't you think it's kind of weird that they're going after an ex-couple when they're, like, that's fucking weird. That's almost as weird as, well, it's really not as weird as Mary and her step-grandfather. But it's getting in the area where you're like, what the fuck are you doing? This is just too odd. I want out. This is weird. So whenever Andy addresses Madison on Watch What Happens Live about that whole situation with Austin hanging out with Kristen, Andy was like, yeah, so did you hear about that? She's like, no, I was living my own life. I had my own adventures, and I'm not kissing and telling. Ooh, that's after he said something about Jay Cutler. Ooh, man, oh, man. I think, Madison, you want to stay away from Jay Cutler. He is boring. I think he's almost as boring as Austin, so I would stay away from him, and he wasn't that great at football. However, you know what? He made fucking millions of dollars, so shut the fuck up, Kim. Okay, so Austin, this is all I got to say to him. I feel like you fucked it up with Chelsea. Chelsea was a perfect match for you. You knew it. You just didn't want to settle down, and that's fine. Everyone settles down whenever they're ready. He wasn't ready, but Madison's looking for a partner who can be cool with the kids. Austin's not there. I applaud her for doing what she's doing because I think she's a badass bitch, and I love her. Okay, so yes, Madison, you go, bitch. Now, Salt Lake City Reunion is coming up. And he was talking about it on his uh, Instagram. We don't really know the air date yet, but I know that I'm going to be watching because guess what? As I said before, I fucking like the show. I kind of love the show, right? This past episode was interesting. Like, Whitney, shut the fuck up. Why are you bringing all this shit up with the whole Meredith is scared of you and so is Lisa at Jen's husband's fucking 40th birthday? Why were you bringing that to Sharif's birthday party? Like that's fucked up. Whitney, shut your mouth. It was the wrong time. We even saw a clip for this upcoming episode where Whitney calls Mary and says, oh no, it didn't go well. Mary's like, where did you do this? Yeah, I did it. At Sharif's birthday party. She gets on her confessional and she's like, what the fuck? Who does that? Tone deaf a little bit like Erica Jane posting that fucking dating profile thing on her Instagram the day the capital shit was happening. Like, what the fuck, people? Be aware. Please be aware. Or as Candy would say, this has nothing to do with it, but I'm just thinking of it right now. The lies, the lies. Oh my God! They literally just played that season two, the last season with Phaedra. Oh, get fucking Phaedra back on the show, man! Oh man, did I enjoy her? She stirred up a lot of shit, but she did it. She did it so quietly, like she was like the best kind of evil for a show. But she kind of did that shit in real life, which was totally fucked up. And I'm not not down with it. But for the show, it's great. So get Phaedra back. Just like yeah, Bring back Barbara, honey. Bring back the Barbara. So I'm excited for the Salt Lake. It was filmed in person. And I think it'll be... Do I think it'll be amazing? No. Do I think it'll be good? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll be surprised. We'll see. Now, if we go to the Real Housewives of Orange County, oh, my God. Thank God the fucking finale is tomorrow because I'm over it. I don't give a shit about Bronwyn. She's interested in women now. Cool. Her husband, what the fuck's going on with him? I don't know. Shannon is obsessed with her boyfriend, but she's still disappointed that she couldn't see him for two weeks. Like, what the fuck? She was like Taylor with Southern Charms, uh, Shep. Whenever Shep's girlfriend got COVID and then she was getting all pissed off at Shep saying, oh my God, you didn't want to stay with me because I had COVID. Yeah, bitch, she's not going to stay with you. You're sick. You got COVID. People are dying from that. Why are you being a dumb fuck? Like, I don't understand that. That frustrated me. But she seems like a really nice girl. I obviously have a lot of feelings right now. And God damn, sometimes I'm, be- I'm being a little bit aggressive. I need to calm down. But Shannon was the same way with her boyfriend being all pouty pouty about him not wanting to stay with her. Like, I don't understand why these people are doing this. I don't get it. Like, COVID's a serious fucking thing. I just find it crazy that if you have a loved one that has COVID and you don't have COVID, both of you shouldn't want to be around each other. That just makes no sense. That is... Odd to me. But Real Housewives of Orange County, Archie. Archie, Archie. The little pup. The golden retriever of the Bador family. We find out. First of all, in my opinion, he is the best cast member on the show. He is fucking amazing, but he's also getting a little bit older. That makes me sad. It's kind of like Aston, Luann's little Westy pup. He's so cute too. But little Archie. He had recent health issues that Shannon posted on Instagram. And I guess Archie was having a little bit of trouble walking and he was pretty lethargic. But then the veterinarian was monitoring him and now he's okay. So she posted a video that Archie's good, Archie's good. So yay, thanks for sharing, Shannon. We're glad that Archie is okay because he is the best. Transitioning to my last little thing that I'm going to be talking about. The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I saw that some of our Jersey peeps have been tested, and uh, they tested positive for COVID-19. Who are they? I will let you know. Margaret. Margaret Josephs is one of them. Also, the Catania kids, honey, they have also tested positive for COVID, and also Big Frankie. That's a lot of people that tested positive. I think they all, from what I read, they all had pretty mild symptoms, which was good to hear. It's really weird, though, to say, oh, it's really good that you have mild symptoms. I mean, it just sucks to begin with, but it's almost like the norm whenever someone says I have mild symptoms, you're like, oh, okay, thank goodness, you know, it's just a weird time for that. Also, too, the big thing on Instagram that people are posting, reposting, all that kind of stuff. Andy did confirm on Twitter that the New Jersey trailer will be released. I'm excited. I want to know the deal with Teresa, how everyone's dealing with the whole new boyfriend. How often does she talk to Joe when he's in Italy doing his YouTube crazy ass channel and shit we also found out that Gia turned 20 so happy birthday Gia super fun and uh, February I believe uh, that is the word on the street that Jersey is going to be coming out so be prepared for that and that's all I got for you Nothing on New York City that I know of right now, and then Potomac just ended. I do find it very interesting that Mary from Salt Lake has five homes, just like our, I guess you could say, retired housewife now, Monique, also has five homes. So I found that pretty cool and interesting, and I'm still upset that Monique is not coming back. Hashtag sigh, hashtag sad. But I am hashtag happy that you took the time today to tune in to this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer, Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R, and follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe, B L E A V. Hit me up in the DM. Let me know your thoughts about everything Bravolicious. Let me know what you think of the show. Go to the iTunes page, rate, subscribe. Please review. It's always a big thing to hear what you guys have to say, whether it's good or bad. It's all good stuff that I need to hear. So please review, review, and rate on iTunes. I hope you guys have a great week. Be excited for the season finale of The O.C. because it's fucking over, thank God, so we can get on to another show that's better. Let's get ready for the Southern Charm Part 1 finale, totally ready, can't wait to continue the below deck thing, yes, enjoy this week, I shall be in chats with you next Tuesday. Take care, yins, guys.